There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode six of season two of Resident Alien. Oh my God. (laughs) I am totally loving this show. I'm telling you, it's so funny. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, this was a pretty good episode. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) I told you I got my mother-in-law into this show and she's like, (laughs) I couldn't watch some of it because she was babysitting. I'm like, oh yeah, no, don't watch this with kids. No. And she's like, is it crazy? I'm like, finish the season. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like super (laughs) excited about it, which I find hilarious. Right. (laughs) But I'm like, yes, I got somebody else into it. And she's saying the same thing. The main guy, I really like him. Like Alan Tudyk. Everybody likes Alan Tudyk. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And I'm like, now I just need him to play every animated character ever. Him and Pat Oswalt. (laughs) It's like, okay, these two guys are like, gonna do all of them and i'm okay with that <laughs> i don't know why they just crack me up but anyway let's get back on subject because squirrel all right we have some ratings news for this episode yes it brought in a 0.13 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.962 million viewers making it the 67th rated cable show for the day astrid and lily saved the world brought in a 0.04 with 0.225 million viewers making it 134 I don't know if Astrid and Lily are going to make it for another uh, Yes, I'm thinking probably not with those numbers. Yeah, but it's such a cute show. You guys should check it out. Yes. Well, shall we jump into episode six? Oh, let's jump into our travel episode. Yes, an alien in New York. Harry and Asta travel to New York looking for one of his people, but things go horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. But before we get to the Big Apple, we have another flashback. Once upon a time, on a cold night six months ago, the original human scumbag, Harry, <laughs> Dr. Harry Vanderspiegel, was visited by Dr. Sam Hodges. They were being blackmailed and their families threatened because they had taken donations from a mysterious, supposedly evil people. And it had come back to bite them in the behind. Doesn't it always? Yes. You never want to do anything with shady people. It will always come back to bite you in the behind. Harry promised to help, but instead made a call to someone who told him to kill his colleague. So now we know why the original Harry killed Dr. Hodges as well as how. Who told him to do it? Well, that's still a mystery, but we can't focus too much on that right now. We've got a flight to catch. (laughs) First, we have... Sheriff Mike and Ben. I love the little chit chat. Yes. Going on. While the former mocks the good mayor for the amazingly dark play we saw in last week's episode, 
and the local paper gave it a scathing review, but the sheriff is actually more interested in the news that neighboring town Jessup is vying for a five-star resort to build there. Well, why shouldn't the resort call Patience home instead? I was surprised by this. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, Mike, you're all of a sudden like, hey, let's get people here. This is weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> and we go over to Harry's cabin as he's prepping to go meet his New York alien and hanging out with the dog he dognapped from Sahar. Asta bought their plane tickets and maxed out her credit card, so she's a little strapped for cash. But no fear. Harry has a literal money bag filled with stacks of not-at-all shady cash. Well, you know what? He's an alien. He doesn't know, but it's like, okay. Man, this album keeps <laughs> coughing up all kinds of mysteries. Right? I think Asa at that point should have been like, all right, I just need like two stacks so I can pay this off. It'll be fine. Yes. Asta explains that bags of money generally point to bad things and unearths Dr. Hodge's medical records, as well as a note from him to Harry providing more evidence against Galvin Powell, a large banking group. Asta's understandably freaked out. Seems Lee got another mystery afoot. Get this the Scooby be, Gang. Right? Ooh. This should be interesting. I wonder if she can bring Liv in and she can try to figure out. You know, it's like, oh, they were trying to figure something out before he died. Yes. Now, Deputy Liv is still on her alien kick. And for what it's worth, we all know she's right, even though no one else, including Mike, believes her. That was just sad. It was. <laughs> it made me really sad. And it's like, you want her to be able to give him all the correct information, but at the same time, we don't want them to freak out and go after Harry again. Right. Now, over at the 59, Darcy gives us a wonderful karaoke rendition of Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now. I think those are the actual moves from the video, too. Yes, <laughs> I think so. Like, it's been a while since I've seen the video, but yeah, I think that was definitely the moves. Yep. Just as Mayor Ben walks in and asks to borrow an ATV so he can take pictures to promote patients for the resort. Darcy offers to take him, but Ben is hesitant because, one, he doesn't want anyone to know about the resort opportunity yet, and two, last time they were alone together, they kissed. However, he's got no choice because Darcy's the only insured one to drive. So sorry, Ben. You're going to have to ride on the back. <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah. Now, Sahar arrives at Harry's cabin to let him know she and Max lost his fear because someone, probably the government, stole it from them. I love how she goes in. She's like, hey. Yeah. Funny, <laughs> funny story. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's not. Although I feel like Harry should have been a little bit more freaked out about possible government right. involvement. But he kind of ignored that part, just mad that somebody stole it in general. Right. Now, of course, she still wants the dog back, but the dog's less concerned with getting back to his owner and more interested in using Harry's octopus cousin number 42 as a chew toy. Oh, my God. No! How the heck did that even happen? Exactly. How did the dog get up to the tank to pull the octopus out? <laughs> Of course, number 42 dies as a result, but not before he and Harry share a touching moment and the octopus requests to be eaten by Harry after death. What? <laughs> Say what? Yeah. <laughs> no! And I loved the way Nathan and 
Alan played this scene. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm guessing Sahar couldn't hear what was being said because the faces she was making. She was just like, right. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Asta heard everything, but not <laughs> Sahar. And of course, Harry acquiesces to number 42's request. And the next day we're off to New York City. That was just too weird. <laughs> it was as he's crying and eating. I'm like, no, please. Yeah. No. Mm, that's pretty tasty. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. So we get to the Big Apple and Asta loves it. And Harry predictably hates it. Big surprise. Come on. Yeah. Too many people, too much noise and way, way too many smells. <laughs> they make it to the pizza place where the alien signal came from. But the only thing they find is pizza. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Yes. We Where's the alien? Yeah, we need to be We were it. sent here. We received a signal. And at first, I thought the guy was going to do something when she said that. And when he leads in, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. A pepperoni pizza. And more. And more pepperoni pizza. And a sausage. And another, and another slice. And another slice. And, and I then, love when he just pulls out the money. He's like, Asta, why didn't you just take the money from him? Because you know yes. he's not good with this. <laughs> no. <laughs> And after Harry consumes way too much pizza, our dynamic duo exits the shop and stumbles on some street art that incorporates Harry's alien language. It's signed Goliath. Now, I thought that was interesting that they're going to like incorporate street art with it. It's like, okay, somebody who's very aloof and so he can hide, but still get information out. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes, absolutely. Smart move. Yeah. And I also was expecting Harry to say, this pizza doesn't taste anything like back home. Right. <laughs> he should have. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it definitely different taste depending where you are, too. Yes. <laughs> so we're up on a mountain where Ben and Darcy take pictures and make a difficult climb. So he goes from the back of a ATV to the back of Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Ben feels he can't be himself around Kate despite their latest sexual adventures. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Where did that come from? Definitely uh, getting deep. Yeah. Darcy apologizes for kissing him, and we get the impression that things have finally been settled between these old friends. Until Kate finds out. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling she's not going to be too keen, no, even though they're just chilling and being friends. Right. Now, back to New York with a little research, Asta discovers that Goliath is kind of like this world's Banksy. He's a reclusive, world-famous, and his art appears seemingly out of nowhere. In order to track him down, Harry has to see all of Goliath's work and interpret any kind of message. So, let's go on an art walk. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like New York's not huge or anything. Totally. Really? <laughs> totally easy. Now, back in patience, Liv is digging into her alien theory against the sheriff's wishes. She's interviewing people who have seen UFOs, and just as Mike starts berating her for her going against orders, a prisoner who is being escorted in gets violent. Liv jumps forward to help, but Mike pushes her aside and snaps at her. Say what? He's clearly scared that his new partner might suffer the same fate as his friend Jesse. That was sad because we know what's going on. Right. Liv, Liv has no clue. Right. Right. Because right now I'm sure she's just thinking he doesn't think I can do the work. Right. Back to the Big Apple. Before they start searching for Goliath's work in earnest, 
Asta wants to look into this Galvin Powell group connection. She goes in by herself in case someone recognizes Harry's face, which Harry's all right with because there's a pie shop right next door. He is such a foodie. Yes, he is. <laughs> Not necessarily in a good way, but, you know, hey, at least he, he finds all the food. <laughs> yeah. While sitting alone, he contemplates how Goliath might help him, but is interrupted by, surprise, someone who recognizes him. And it's not an alien. No. I was kind of hoping it would be. Right. This was kind of amusing, though, with the way this played out. Yeah. Security at the bank was tight, and when Asta walks into the shop, we discover this gentleman is not a fan. The real Harry promised to leave New York and never return, and that he destroyed some medical records, presumably the one Sam gave Harry. A brief interaction ends with the man threatening Harry and storming out. Oh, my God. Now, of course, so funny. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Harry's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love the guy. He's like, did you destroy the medical records? Like, trying yes. To, trying to whisper. And then Harry's like, yes, I destroyed the medical records. <laughs> like, what are you doing, you weirdo? And I love the guy totally thinks he's mocking him, which, yes, oh, hello. Making fun of him big time <laughs> yes i mean obviously we know he's not he just does not understand what's happening no he has no clue now with a map of manhattan in hand he begins marking out the locations of goliath's murals only to discover that their locations correspond with stars this tells harry he knows where to find goliath that's pretty ingenious yes it is now, this leads them to a bumping nightclub art show where they run into host Volinda. She tells them the only thing they need to know about Goliath is in his art and walks away. Okay, so at this point, did you think that she was Goliath? I kind of thought so, yeah. Yeah, I did too at that point. And then the way she was acting and kind of side-eyeing, I'm like, oh, that's totally her. Yes. I love how Harry says, oh, I'm going to give off my... Unable to be heard by humans, alien cry. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so we go back to patients where Sheriff Mike meets Deputy Liv in the park and presumes she's angry about snapping at him earlier. Uh, knowing he tends to run away from tough conversations, Liv handcuffs him to a bench and wants to know the truth. I definitely wasn't expecting her to do that. No. <laughs> it was like, yes, live, go. It's like, good, make him talk. And when he doesn't want to, she goes, okay, I'm going to go get a tea because this might take a while. No, wait, <laughs> wasn't it frozen yogurt? Yeah, something. Oh, yeah. It's a good time for frozen yogurt. That's nice out. And I love when she starts walking away. It's like, don't you walk away with that attitude and your hands on your hips. And I'm like, <laughs> when she just has them up there, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so like getting yelled at from like a parent or something. It's like. Get your hands off your hips. <laughs> I was cracking up because it was just so fun and like sassy live. But you know what? If it makes Mike talk, I guess it's going to work. Yep. Uh, earlier in the episode at the Hawthorne household, Darcy helped Ben hang some of his own decorations, a live, laugh, love sign to make it more his own because Kate wants it her way. If you listen to Ben. <laughs> Now, to celebrate, she then goes upstairs looking for weed she stashed in Ben's closet, now Max's closet, back in the day. Good oh Lord, how God. long has that been there? Yeah, that's probably 10, 15 years. <laughs> 
And of course they smoke it. And Ben reveals that he tracks Kate's ovulation. So she won't get pregnant. One kid is plenty. Why do I get the feeling this marriage isn't going to last long? Yeah. Just when he said that, it's like, oh, oh, okay. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I think Ben's got a complex. She's a whole lot smarter than him. And I think that's where this all stems from. Ah. Now they get deep and it's not long before Darcy crashes on Max's bed and he tucks her in. Well, you know what? I was thinking at least it's in that room. So that way yes. if Kate shows up. <laughs> shows up, yes. <laughs> Darcy's not asleep in her bed. <laughs> right, because that would be horrible. Yes. Now, of course, to track down Goliath, Harry uses his people distress call, which proves not as unconceivable to human ears as he thinks, which was hilarious. Yes. It's like, eh, what are you doing? Yeah. This is going, shut up. But it turns up nothing. Looking at his art, Asta finds that Goliath's been on Earth for at least 10 years, and he could have been having a hard time. Yeah, that kind of had a Van Gogh look to some of those paintings, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, Harry was hoping Goliath would still be in his alien form, untainted by humanity. But that what? seems less and less the case. Why would you think that he'd just be exactly. hanging out there looking like an alien? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Asta and Harry split up, which results in Harry being offered LSD by a man with the fancy facial hair. And he takes this, and this probably will not go well. I'm watching him do this, and I'm like, okay, this is going to kick in, and this is going to get really bad really fast. Yes, it will. <laughs> Liv gets Mike to spill the beans as Mike finally gives in and tells her about his old partner getting shot and killed in the line of duty, and he apologizes for acting so oddly lately due to his grief. After a moment, he starts reflecting on when he first met Jesse when they were kids. From the moment they met, they were best friends, brothers even. Mike still blames himself for Jesse's death, and he tells Liv he can't lose her too. I was totally tearing up. Yes. Was not expecting that at all out of Mike because no. he's been such a hard ass. Yep. And when this happened, I'm like, why do I have all of these emotions welling up all of a sudden? <laughs> now, Liv vows nothing will happen to her and she won't let anything happen to him either. They're friends and partners. I don't know how you can stop it. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's a nice sentiment. And yes. it was cute that he's like, if you die... She's like, what are you going to do? Like, kill my corpse? He's like, yes, I'm going to kill your corpse. So it's like, it was cute just that they had that moment because now I think it's going to make Liv feel a little better. Right. At least she knows what he's been dealing with, which defines kind of who he is right now. Yes, definitely. So we return to the Big Apple. It takes a while for the acid to hit, but when it does, it hits Harry hard. <laughs> He begins phasing and violently hallucinating to the point where, panicked, he runs from the venue. Now, of course, Asta is totally unaware of Harry's freakout, and she's speaking again with Volinda, who reveals she had a special connection with Goliath. And better yet, she knows Harry's an alien. This is when I was freaking out, because I'm like, okay, what? is it? Okay, so she's not Goliath? But she knows Goliath is an alien. And is Harry really 
showing alienness or is it in his head? I was like, what's happening? And now right. he's out. If he was still in the art show, I think it wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. But the fact that he ran out, I was like, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he ends up in Times Square and he looks like he's changing it back to full alien Harry and you're just waiting for something to happen. And something does happen as we go back to the pizza <laughs> shop from earlier and we see Agent Casper is there. Oh, How is she there, though? I mean, like, how did they translate it? I don't think they had to translate it. They just had to triangulate it. Oh, it's coming from New York City and it came from this pizza place. Hmm. I thought that they had to translate it to get the number. Well, they didn't even, I don't think they ever got the phone number. Oh, okay. I just think they thought that that's where it came from. Now, I could be wrong. We didn't see Linda Hamilton and crew start deciphering Harry's language. That's true. (laughs) They just said, we got another signal and it's alien and it came from New York City. Now, yeah, they must have done, you know, I doubt very, well, I don't know if we have any clue if it actually came from somewhere in the pizza place. It could have. Goliath may have dropped his little uh, transmitter down and said, okay, send the message. I hope we'll find something out. Right. So another insanely good episode of Resident Alien. So good. (laughs) And yeah, with Lisa being in the Big Apple, I'm betting somehow, some way, Harry's finally going to meet up with her. (laughs) And I cannot wait to see how that turns out. Yeah, that should be interesting. So we'll find out soon. Yes. (laughs) Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season as we're getting closer and closer to our mid-season finale. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback, be it email or audio, to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us, as there are plenty of other Resident Alien podcasts out there. Except there isn't. It's only us. (laughs) We're here. We're the one. Yes, tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. Obviously, Harry's trying to reach out. Yeah. Because the other pod dog has heard it. Yes. Pod dog Ireland has, uh, has sensed Harry's presence. <laughs> so tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can check us out at www.fangirlzone.com where you can find our contacts tab and all the ways to get a hold of us because we're everywhere on the interwebs. So check it out. Let us know your thoughts because we really want to hear from you. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve. Also, we would like to meet the alien. If you did not hear me before. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time.